Auto Off Topic, episode 162. What's up, Andrew? What's up, Brad? Not too much. We're sitting here way off site today. Not in Peabody, not in Phoenix, but in... Is it still Phoenix? I don't know. I think it's Glendale. I mean, you live here. You should probably know what it is. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's Glendale, but right. I pay Phoenix taxes, so... It's like a suburb of Phoenix. Yeah. All right, anyway, so we're here in Glendale in a garage after our guest's kid went to bed. That's right. That's yes. right. Uh, we're with Brian from the Yearhead Project. Hey, what's up? Not much. So Brian's been on before. I have. Uh, we talked about the basics of what the Gearhead Project was at the time. It was the work-life parallel. If you could modify a car, you could modify your life. That was like your, That's right. your two big things, right? That was season. Was that like season one of Auto Off Topic Podcast? If or? we had seasons, maybe. Yeah. We're <laughs> seasons. It's early episodes, I think. Yeah, early it's, episodes. it's early. Under the 100s. The young timers? The old timers. Yeah. I mean, we're only at 162, so if you want to break it to like 100 episodes of the season, that's for a season out of two. I there guess. you go. Anyway, so that is basically was your credo, was the modify your life like you modify a car. Like, make your life better, work life parallel. Don't Just don't waste your life, basically, is your enjoy your life, have fun, do things. Right? Isn't that what we all want, though? Yeah, exactly. So the Gearhead Project since then has moved on a little bit. Um, did you have a podcast yet then? I think you had just started the podcast, maybe? Do you know what the came, the name came out of? That was the podcast name when it was still Gearbox Magazine. Okay. So. Yeah, because Gearbox Magazine was your old print magazine. Yes. And then it became the Gearhead Project after Gearbox right. Magazine. And Gearbox Magazine was pretty Mitsubishi-centric, because you're obviously Mitsubishi-centric as well. Mostly, Which is yeah. how we know you. <laughs> yeah, it actually started out as Mitsubishi Gearbox Magazine. Okay. I remember I was an early subscriber to the newsletter, but I don't remember much beyond that, because that was like in 2008? 2009. 2009? 2009. Okay. It was a while ago, because yep. I remember where I was working at the time. I was, like, been... I was all excited, because I'm Mitsubishi Magazine, I'm in. <laughs> right, right. And I think it was probably the third or fourth time we tried to start one. I think I started one a couple times prior with like the the now long since defunct and turned into like a Korean porn site, uh, Team 2G. Okay. Um, I won't search that then. No. At least not in a public I place. wanted to check it out to see if it, I could find an old thread to see what was the date that we did that. Did I find that? And I typed up the site and I was like, ooh, I'm not going to go to that site so again. So you need to work. go to the Internet Wayback Machine and then type the site in. Yeah, when well, you're looking back to, to the early it. forum days, that's probably yeah. the best bet these days. Like, oh, hey, we have a high domain authority URL here that yeah. nobody's using because the forum's dead. Let's go ahead and put porn on it. Yeah. The internet is a weird place, but yeah. we, all, we all know that. That's not a... Uh, not a surprise here. Um, so the next step for the Gearhead Project, um, I think print magazines are still on like the maybe kind of end of things. Is that where we're at? Yes and no. Yes, actually. Right. Yes, we are working on a print issue. That is the super okay. issue that we're, we've been working on. Um, and we were on your podcast talking about that like four April, months ago. April. Yeah. yeah. My initial timeline was record all the conversations in April, transcribe everything and type up all the articles in May, have it built in June and published sometime over the summer to give people an idea of like, I'm going to do something cool this summer. Maybe I'll start a podcast. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start a business. Maybe I'll start a car show, whatever. We thought, yeah, we'll get that out. But then it was, other stuff came up and it seemed like that was a better use of time. And then, you know, you start looking at it like, well, what's it going to take to actually do this right? I don't want to be like rushing towards arbitrary, arbitrary deadlines. So mm -hmm. it's been a busy year for me outside of cars so it's just kind of sitting around, but... That pesky personal life always gets in the way. Yeah, the IRL, as I call it, the in real life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But funny you say that, because there is a local podcast, Us, that does their own print magazine. Print magazine, yeah. Like, every 
couple months or something. Come Which on. we haven't got an issue of yet, but I'm on the list to get the next one, I think. Okay, you want to check it out? Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't got one. What's that months. one? Uh, the Revival Podcast. Revival, Revival Motoring. Motoring Podcast. Revival Motoring. Yeah. It, They're very local to the Northeast. They're in Connecticut, I think. Southern Mass. Southern, oh, Southern Mass? Okay. Am I wrong in saying that that immediately strikes me as an outsider as, like, petrolicious for the East Coast? Um, It does, and their logo is very, like, pseudo-classy, but they're, like... Mark three Volkswagen kids. Okay. But like they're not like they're, I can not, dig it. they're not stuffed shirts. They're I can dig it. I can yeah. dig it. I think they're probably I say kids. I mean they're probably in they're their thirties and forties. Yeah, like they're, they're probably like us. Yeah. Like yeah. kids like us. Yeah, yeah, kids like us. We're always Ricers. Gonna be kids. Yeah. Right. Like we were in high school yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newsflash, we're old now. No, mm-hmm. we're not. Our listeners need to know that we are young hip cats. Young, hip. Hip cats. Hip cats, as the kids say these days. So is this this is when we talk about the weather, right? And no, we're not talking about that today. No, there is no weather. We're in a garage. We're gonna go eat some stuff, and uh, you can flex your knowledge. We're, we're gonna eat some stuff. Eat, eat, yeet. I don't know what eat is. Yeet. Is that what you spray yourself? It mosquitoes away. I don't know. It's no. a it's a thing that kids say. Yeet. Okay. I still every once in a while will say skeet skeet, and when I do, I always feel like I'm like Borat. <laughs> when I skeet skeet, like I don't know what I'm doing, hmm. and I'm just embarrassing myself. It's a flashback to the Korean porn joke there, but I'll leave it alone. Okay. Um, okay. So we have old people sitting around a garage in Glendale, Arizona today. Right. Right. All right. right. So we've established that we're not young anymore no um but we're going back to forms yes yes because we want to be young again it all ties in <laughs> right. yeah we yeah. missed our days of our youth when we had forums on which to back in my cars. day actually that's not even true because we were young we had like angelfire.net oh yeah and yahoo groups and yahoo groups yeah, and yeah, web yeah. rings and all this awful horrible stuff remember when uh, uh what was it not dsm talk it was DSM.org. You could have, like, an email address at DSM.org. Yeah. I like, think I died. Uh, or the Talon Digest. You get a Talon Digest email address. That's Also, the, my favorite website as a uh, young DSM enthusiast was the Talon Temple. My Ooh, the Talon the Temple. Talon Temple. And it's some really good Photoshop work of three Talons parked in front of, like... You sure it was Photoshop or was it paint? <laughs> or whatever it was, it was not good. All this page maker. Yeah, we'll have to go to... Uh, as we talked about before, the uh, internet wayback machine and type in Talon Temple and see if we can still get a picture yeah, of it. That would be cool. Because <laughs> that was back in the day. But fast forward a little bit from Angel Fire, Web Rings, everybody having their own personal website where right. they post whatever they wanted. The last 15 years have been obliterated by Facebook. Right. And yeah. forums basically died like the last five years, right? Because everybody just migrated to Facebook. Yeah. But the annoying thing about Facebook is that the groups like and I know I'm seeing advertisements for Facebook groups on like TV yeah but they're like super annoying like every car group that I'm in is like cool for like five minutes and you're like no this is super annoying because somebody posts starts posting some crazy shit or like you want it you see something cool you're like that's cool and then you want to go back to it to look at it and it's like impossible to find yeah and they splinter almost immediately like hey we've got a Triumph Spitfire group and I'm pulling this completely out of my ass and then like Two days later, okay, we have the Minneapolis-St. Paul, you know, Spitfire group. But then we have the Minneapolis Spitfire so group. So not to not to, to yeah. throw Radwood under the bus, but that happened with Radwood. Right. Like, we had the Radwood page, and then the Radwood page all of a sudden was like 300 people. And it's like, now it was 3,000 people. Now it's 20,000 people. Now it's unmanageable yeah. and ridiculous. So now we need to have break off. We have a Boston Radwood, and a California Radwood, and a Texas Radwood. It sounds like you're saying there should be a, a single site where you could, if you like Radwood, you could go, and then you could see, like... Oh, here's all the Radwood stuff. Radwood slash forum slash dot com? 
Yeah, because yes. like, oh, Southwest Redwood. Because you guys, I mean, like, I live in Phoenix, and like, you have been through here so many times before you moved out here, Brad. It was like, all right, so Brad's got a car. He's going, like, and Andrew's like, now they're going to Radwood in Atlanta, and now they're going to Radwood in Texas. Brad's and in town for two minutes. Let's go lunch. Yeah. <laughs> One of two days he's here. Yeah. So I live just, here now, though. I, yeah. Fast forward to now. Right. So we can get lunch every day if you want. It's fine. That's budgetary. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that either. <laughs> we can uh, get dollar tacos every day if you want. Yeah. Yeah, so the problem, uh, to get back to it, so with, what happened with Facebook is that it kind of killed all the forms. Uh, now you've got all these different groups, but the problem is that everybody, it's so ubiquitous, everybody just goes to Facebook. So you have to go where the people are. Mm-hmm. So that's why there was only a Radwood group. On Facebook, not a forum, because it doesn't make right. any sense to make a forum, because nobody would go there. Right. Um, but, Brian, what you're trying to do is create the better forum? Would yeah, it, it's it, somewhere somewhere between forum, like, and I, I don't ever want to get into that social media thing, like, that's the, we're not building the Facebook of anything, but... yeah. Like if I like to think we're of building it as, the forum of forums. I like to think of it as every gearhead who's sick of Facebook's shit, like, this is a lifeboat, you're invited. Let's all hop in here and go to some place that's structured and organized mm-hmm. that we know what to expect and it's easy to find things. But it's not just another Montero forum or a Mitsubishi forum or a rally forum. It's kind of if you like cars and your life's better because of cars and you actually take this shit seriously, let's hang out. Better slash worse all at the same time. Right. Yeah. I like to think better. Like the pursuit of better instead of the pursuit of, more. of better. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll go along with that. That's pretty yeah. good. The pursuit of better. Yeah, because like the the hard thing with uh, uh with Facebook, it just kind of just like it, they control what you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like that's aggra- that's aggravating from an advertising standpoint. Like us as a podcast, we have a Facebook page, yeah. and we can put the post on Instagram and get tons of people seeing it interacting with and it and we'll push it to facebook we push it to facebook and it must get like buried by some logarithm so that as far as businesses go facebook is starting to fail miserably unless you have budweiser just, money and can push your ad at the top every day which well, you, you have to spend the advertising right. right um but then you you can um like the other weird thing is where it will um oh, what was i gonna say um where it's like oh it's like the original aol right Everybody went to AOL because that was your access to the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. So now, without realizing it, we've begun to use Facebook as our access to the internet. There's the entire internet outside yeah. of this website called Facebook. Right. But the only thing we do is spend all of our time on this one website called Facebook. Yeah. Side I'm card. guilty of it, too. I yeah. go on and I look at it because I just see what people are doing and right. it's super easy. But, like, it would be better if I didn't have to go to multiple forums right. for all the vehicles I have. If mm-hmm. I can just go to one forum, I get all my friends to go to one forum right. and put their stuff up. But it's also the problem with Facebook is that you have Mitsubishi Monteros. And then you have Mitsubishi Monteros um, SRs. And then you have Mitsubishi Montero Group run by somebody else. And then you and have then Mitsubishi you have Montero Mark Group Mark over here. Yeah. And then you have Mitsubishi Montero Group over here. And they're all Montero Groups. And then I'm like, oh, I need a part for Montero. I should post to the Montero Group. But I have... 37 different Montero groups yeah. I have to post it to in order to make sure everybody sees it and I can get that part. Instead of having one Montero group or one common place where everybody who's into Monteros but also might be into 
67 Spitfires. Yeah. on the same page. Right. And that's... It's, here, so there's two things that I find that are interesting about the Facebook conundrum, right? We all go there because that's where everybody is. This sucks to log on. Right. Yeah. So two things. Number one, like, now it's to the point where, in a sense, we don't really go there. We just stay there. Exactly. And we don't really go elsewhere. Because when you said, like, I go to Facebook, well, where else... Think about it. where where else do you go for if you're not looking for like address or like a part or something you need to buy these days? Google. Like, well, yeah, but Google, <laughs> you're going to Google the search. But like, I've thought about this sometimes. Like back in the day, you might be like, okay, well, maybe I want to go check out. Like, like you'd have something like you want to go to like the photography forum or the, the saltwater fish tank forum or mm-hmm. or maybe a sailing. You know, go sail some sort of topic you'd be interested in. You would Google the topic and go there. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we're all on Facebook, and if you're leaving Facebook for anything, there's really no social component to it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a widget. I'm looking for an answer to a specific problem. I need a case for my recorder. I need a, a Hawaiian restaurant that takes reservations, you know. Well, you, I, I think a lot of what happened with Facebook was P- Facebook came on the scene, and people would go to Facebook because it was personal. Your mm-hmm. name was there. Your photo was there. There was the expectation that the person, Brian... Mm-hmm. who I know in real life is going to act like Brian who I know in real life on Facebook because he has he has to because it's his name it's his mm-hmm. face it's his image it's his it's his brand that's Brian that's how Brian's going to act but Facebook at some point has taken a corner to its not you in particular throwing you on the bus no, but maybe we'll call some guy over here named Jeff who I know Jeff in real life and I'll Fucking shake Jeff's Jeff. hand and he's awesome but online I'll post something about my car and then he'll talk about how I don't know, the opposite political party that he likes has ruined car manufacturing. And it's like, where did that come from? We don't want that. And well, then... it came from the algorithm, of course. It came from the echo chamber. Oh, he liked this one. Or, Brad, you like this one. It's like Instagram. Oh, you like your friend's watch picture. Yeah. We're going to serve up watch pictures right. every third or this Instagram. Fiction, fictional Jeff will be like, oh, I saw Brad has different political opinions than me. I better bring it up on his car posts just so he knows I disagree with him and we can argue about it online. Yeah. And that's a huge issue with what Facebook has become. It's become divisive in everything, and the divisiveness has carried over into our little car groups and our little, which even aren't little anymore, because now it's you have these people you don't know that come in there, and even though they have their picture and their name, it doesn't seem they don't seem to care, and they'll just right. be they'll call you names and make fun of your stuff to your face yeah, now, pretty and much. And it's and it's weird because the the technology that we were promised this was the thing. Like I think unconsciously we all liked about the forums is. Now, all of a sudden, like, I remember dial-up. Like, I remember a rotary phone. Oh, yeah, we're about the same age we did. Right. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, if you didn't hear about it from your friends at school, like, you, you, like we had limited didn't scope of it. knowledge and yeah. information. And then we got online, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, I know more people with the same exact cars I've got on the other side of the planet than I know neighbors on my block, which right. is legit true today. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, cool, I'm meeting people all over the world, and we have this thing in common the world's really cool. This is exciting. I want to know more. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, connect all of your friends. Like, have everybody come together and build this global community. And it's like, it's fun. It's neat. Everything's super convenient. And the forum started to die. Oh, this one dropped off. That one dropped off. This one sold out to some PR firm and got barfed up full of ads. And that one died off. And, and then it's like you, you got down to where you only had a couple of forums left. And you spent all your time on Facebook and other places, and then you're like, ah, 
It was like making, like I've, I've said this on my podcast before, it's like, it was like making an extra stop. It's like, you know what, do I really need to get mayonnaise or do I want to get the stuff at Whole Foods? Like, uh, well, no, that's the whole the whole Walmart brand of things. Yeah, like, I, oh, I can make go to Walmart an, and I can buy everything in one place. I, I can buy a pair of pants stop. and a gallon of milk. So exact, and that's exactly yeah. it. The same things happen to forums that happen to Main Street USA, you know, mm-hmm. in the big box days. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's it's one stop shopping. Walmart is Facebook. Yeah, right. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like well, we have a local grocery store here in the Phoenix area yeah. called Fries. Yeah, and Fries is a grocery store. I went to a Fries the other day that had a clothing section. Yeah, and my mind was blown. I was like, "What?" Yeah. I had to like look around, make sure I wasn't in a Walmart. Yeah, oh. like, yeah, I, yeah. groceries and clothes yeah, and, and then fries. Look, I was like, "What?" Yeah. They called it fries. I fit some other name Boutique. for it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I was like, "What is going on?" But they also had a whole section of diecast cars. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. "What?" This yeah. is weird. I'm on board. And, yeah. if you, and if you, look I was at, like sold. I'm driving this one every time now. I don't know if it was on the receipt or on the bottom of the bag, but you'll see like fries. There's like twelve grocery chains across the country like yeah. Dillon's in the Midwest and yep. like all over the country so there's like 20 different grocery stores it's all fries or Kroger I think Kroger, Kroger Foods yeah. yeah Food Line Kroger Circle yeah. D whatever, Square D whatever they are yeah. uh, that's, that's electronics but yeah. whatever yeah this is, there's not very many of them not very many independent ones left anyway right, so which is the same thing that happened to Forms Forms other grocery stores they're right. gone and, that's and Walmart like, exists which is Facebook and that's one of, one of my favorite sayings that's a great example like I always say like a picture's worth a thousand words right mm-hmm. a metaphor is worth a thousand pictures mm-hmm. and it's people like a metaphor what a bookish nerd but like no a metaphor like if you understand what Walmart did to small town Main Street yep. you understand what Facebook did to the, to the, to the local homegrown yep. forum that's the same thing so we're talking about growing forums back the way they used to be and this is an issue that I've seen with a couple of the forums that have tried to become forums again in modern days, is the forum will be like, all right, we have a forum. Here it is. Come check it out. And you'll have two weeks of heavy-hitting content. Content, 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 content. People are posting. People are awesome. And it's like, how do we give our people this forum? We need a Facebook page. So the forum creates a Facebook page. <laughs> and now all the people that went to that forum just share their stuff on the Facebook page. So yeah. they've shot themselves in the foot. I've seen that happen on more than one occasion so far. Yeah, or or the other thing, too, is I feel like they're too niche, you know? Like, I'm going to start a Montero for him. Like, hey, Josh, Josh Mead, awesome dude. I would consider him an official sponsor of the Gearhead Project. With there are no Design. official sponsors, but he's a sponsor. There, yeah, he, yeah, he's <laughs> as close as you get. Yeah, um, partner. Par- yeah. He's a sponsor without actually offering any money. That's correct. Josh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a shoulder to cry on sponsor. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. When Fezzik blows up, yeah. Josh is usually the first your, person to call. Yep. And, you know, he's so close an hour away with no traffic. He's an hour away from your hair? <laughs> he's like 70 miles from here. That, that doesn't seem right. Like to the 17, to the 10, right. to the right. 101. That's, that's a little local. Real local. We'll get a little local here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so well, to stay local for a second, the problem yeah. with Phoenix is that it's... The biggest small city, because it doesn't have a ton of people, but it's 503 square miles. Yeah. So you'd be like, where do you live? I live in Phoenix. Cool. Me too. Let's hang out. Well, we got to make a weekend out of it. Right. <laughs> so you, this is interesting, you moving 30 minutes away from me. Right. You know, in the center, basically, of the Phoenix metro area. Of the, like, six car guys, Mitsubishi guys that I've known over the years that have moved here from elsewhere that, mm-hmm. that I've known online... You are the closest. Everyone right. else has moved to Mesa, to Chandler, to yep. Gilbert, to Awatuki, to AJ. Like, really. Like, you're the only person I don't need to buy airfare to go visit quickly. But I also haven't moved my permanent home yet, so we'll see what happens. That's true. The house two doors <laughs> down is 231. Right? Go ahead. All right. How do you get people to move to forums, though? 
how do we get people to move the forums? I feel like that's the problem we just touched on there. You start a, a specific forum, right? And we all think it's cool. We want that. And that's what we're drawn to because remember it? We remember it. That's how forums were. But at the end of the day, the cars themselves aren't the thing that we're the most interested in. Like you can only list like you can only listen to so many people ask about what size tires fit on a Montero yeah. before you want to just like beat yourself in the head with a shovel. I just had a thought about that too. So early internet, two thousand and one. Yeah, you start a Montero forum. Mitsubishi's still making Monteros. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of people to come on board. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, two thousand nineteen. You start a Montero forum. Mitsubishi hasn't made Monteros in fifteen years. So you already have that many less people who are looking to be involved in your forum. So you have a Montero forum that has seven people who are interested in Monteros now versus when people are buying them brand new, they'd be like, oh, I should go to the Montero forum mm-hmm. and check out how to care for my Montero. Because forums out. are where you go for this sort of thing. But what I'm saying is the specific forums and that we're talking about, like, I feel we'd have a lot more luck if you wanted to start a market-specific forum or a car-specific forum if you're like, hey... I'm going to start a Kia Stinger forum. You'd probably be super successful for four or five years. Right. Because the car's brand new. It's on the lot. You can buy one today. I'm sure People that's People are going to buy it. They're going to Google it. There's probably a Kia Stinger forum. It's super active. And they're going to sell a shitload of stickers and shirts. 100%. By the way, where are the gearhead stickers? I need some of those. Moving on. They're um, coming. All right. Um, so on top of that, now we have the Montero that hasn't been made since 2004. 06 was the 06 last. 06 was the last one. So, all right, we're talking 13 years of no production. That's 13 years of nobody buying a Montero, except for somebody who has either a super enthusiast or finds one for sale on Craigslist for $2,300 and has $2,300 to buy a car, and they don't care about their car. They're just going to drive it till it dies. They're not going to join a forum. Right. So there's not enough people to support the vintage, quote-unquote, vehicles or one forum. Right, right. So, So, um... You're absolutely right that you're talking about like they, they, I've heard people call it like pie slicing versus pie sizing, mm-hmm. like the idea that everybody's competing for an ever smaller slice of the pie instead of just making a new pie or saying like, oh, this one's chocolate. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have to say, uh, pedantic corrections department showing up a little bit early here. Just saving sure. y'all some time. That's all right. You did say we the Montero, each other all the time. You did reference the Montero not being sold and not being in production, okay. which is to say not being sold in the United States, right? And Produced to this day. However, you started Montero Forum. Yeah. You live in Phoenix. Do you really care what the guy in Japan who bought a 2019 Montero is doing? I mean, you do a little bit. You're just with more jealousy and anger. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's pedantic. Though. Yeah. That's why it's pedantic. Yes. So, but, but that's the thing is, is they're cool. They're neat and all, but you just, there's not that much people. And the, the amount of time that any, peop, any of us are giving to any one particular topic these days is slim because our attentions have just been nuked by all of this Twitterverse bullshit, right? Car people are a weird breed. We're one of the few people that does take a common interest in something and stick with it and stay with it forever. Right. But we still hang out with gearheads. Mm-hmm. Like, both of you still have, like, you have a Starion and a Galant VR4 mm-hmm. and a Montero. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, and a Montero. Raider, but yeah, Raider. same thing. Yeah. And, and the, the cool classic... Vintage J10s, right? Multiple Colts. Right. And you, sir, Andrew, have a DSM. Yeah. And Galavier 4. And a Montero. Yeah. Like, like, you guys still have all these things, but, like, a lot of us, like, moved on. Like, if you look at the Raptors, I got Galavier 4 seats and fenders, and I got a 2GT cat back here. 
and a 2G Talon Center section. I see a Gallant Grill. I got a Volvo B230 valve cover sitting up there from. Oh, and you want that in the future. <laughs> I've got I've got an Isuzu Amigo spare tire cover. Like I just yeah. realized I saw that today. I mean, we have all these vehicles, but they come and go. They come and go in our lives. But we know people from all different communities. I know, like you guys, with all the Radwood stuff. Like, you're not just talking Mitsubishi people. You guys are the Mitsubishi people to a lot of folks. But like, you're we talking like a lot of different cars, right? Like, yeah, we, I, we, I just happen to own these Mitsubishi. We, we stuck yeah. ourselves in our own little niche by accident. Like, people who've known me since high school know me as the Camaro guy. That's right. Because I have a Camaro that I've had since I was a teenager. I forgot all about it. Right. But people who have met me outside of high school and right after high school. Know me as the guy with all weird old Mitsubishi's. So yeah. it all depends on where you know me from and when you know me from, too. Right. So, so we have these, and just because we're not, everything we do isn't built around the car stuff, around the specific make and model that we're into. It's not. But th- we have other people in lives that we are involved with and we come into contact with because of the car stuff. Right. Th- and that's what makes us feel like gearheads, right? It's like, you could be, like, I say once a DSM or always a DSM. The only actual DSM I owned was a 90 GST that had caught fire under the hood. Everything else was a 2 GNT, or it was a Galant. For our non-Mitsubishi people, 2 GNT is a second-gen Eclipse Talon non-turbo. Yes. Yes. So, like, like if you want to get pedantic about it, that's where I was. But I know people in the rally world. You guys know people in, like, the, the classic world. It's like, I hear you guys play Craig Craig, don't tell me. And I'm like, my brain hurts. I'm like, how the hell does he have any idea? Like, I totally forgot that the 73 Riviera ever existed. You know, like... You know, matching numbers with a six with a four speed on the floor, and you're like, oh, it had to be a Nova or a Chevelle. I'm like, my dad had one. I have no idea. My dad well, had white stripes that's, on that's it. That's where I'm, I'm unique and Andrew's unique because we both had fathers who were like hardcore into it. My dad subscribed to like 37 different classic car magazines my entire mm. So most people grew up learning how to read with like the Berenstain Bears, and I grew up learning how to read with Old Cars Weekly. So it kind of twisted my brain around a little bit yeah to the point where i don't know how to do anything else yeah. i don't so, know how i got it i just remember being like sitting in the back seat of a state you know that that third row in the station wagon looking yeah. at the back See, we didn't have that my mom had like an 85 riviera i mean 85 um, either, regal I, and then like an 87 z28 so yeah I, we didn't have one either i don't remember whose it was i just remember looking yeah. out the back window one day and realized like man i can pretty much identify every fucking car on the road by yeah. the headlights or the taillights. And this was back in the 80s when all the headlights were like square. Right, it was, <laughs> it was the positioning. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. It's like I feel like our taste evolved. Like we are still very, we were very concerned with our specific project vehicles at the time. Mm-hmm. Like we are, like we know everything. Like you guys could both come up with, pick a car, give me 10000 spend $10,000. You could do it like on the spot, mm-hmm. right? But during the day, like we don't want to just look at that all the time. We want to look at other things. We mm-hmm. want to see what the Radwood folks are doing. We want to see what the Rebel Rally's doing. We want to see what the latest OEMs are doing. Mm-hmm. We have all these interesting stories. Oh, hey, there's a thing. There's a robot on Mars taking pictures of Mars. Like that's cool. That was super interesting, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, so the latest interesting video. And hey, so and so, you know, like Brad and Andrew, they have a podcast. I want to check out their podcast. So there's all these different things that we want to take in that are related to this. But the only place where we could find it all is Facebook. And Facebook lured us all in with the promise of you'll be able to find it all. And now what Facebook has done is the classic thing. Like, hey, we're going to give you this for free. You know that you means you're the project, right? Silent right. Green is people. you know. And we all knew it, but we still came in. And now we've all been segmented up and we're only being 
barfed up the same stuff over and over and over again. Oh, like you like this question about Montero tires. What size tires fit? What size tires fit? What size tires fit? And that's what happened with Facebook too, is that the more popular Facebook got, the more advertising Facebook sold and the less personal Facebook became. Because now every time you log into Facebook, it's like, oh, here's what Ryan's doing. Oh, here's what Andrew's doing. Oh, here's what InBev is selling me. Right. And then then you're in like the Montero forum and you got one guy, you got a Montero dude, and he's talking shit on another Montero dude about his business practices, and the, the other guy's not even, he's like, it's not even a business, and he's like, well, I've got a degree in marketing from blah, blah, blah school. Yeah, it's like, well, do you want my hood or not? And Yeah, yeah. and they're going back and forth, and you come in, and you go like, what the fuck, man, you got a college degree last month, and you yeah. know everything? He's not even talking about this, and it's like, typical liberal. Like, <laughs> what? Exactly, you know? exactly. Like, or oh, the opposite, yeah. typical Republican. Yeah, it's like... Fuck Facebook. Yeah. I'll, if it's a boat and I'm going to fire if I have a flare gun, I'm going to shoot it into the deck and then yeah. I'm going to jump overboard and swim away. Yeah, that's what happens in Facebook, unfortunately. That's what I was talking about, about our fictional Jeff who comes in and he's yeah. like, oh, sweet car, Brad. Too bad that manufacturer was ruined by XYZ politics. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I didn't know Mitsubishi okay. still made cars. Yeah, they do, troll. Yeah. Get back under your rock. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of niche, though, because uh, then we're right now we're talking on a niche uh, platform, right? Right. Like, you went from everyday terrestrial radio, all you had was morning shows, to now, I think it's on the new, I heard a joke, some comedian, he's like, oh, it's going to be on the new census, like, there's a checkbox, do you have a podcast? And you yeah. can check it. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> followed by, have you done an episode the last 21 weeks? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a good burn for some people in our audience that I know heard, are listening. I've heard most. That's the, that's the current thing, is they said, like, 90-some percent of all podcasts, there were like, 97, 97% of all podcasts that exist did not produce an episode in the last, like, 21 weeks. So I can relate that to Facebook as well. Part of the reason Facebook has its super hold on everybody is other people's interactions with you. Mm -hmm. You create a Facebook post. People like your Facebook post. You see who liked your Facebook post. Oh, this guy I haven't talked to in six years in real life liked my Facebook post. Yes. Somebody will talk about your Facebook post. Somebody will share your Facebook post. When it comes to creating a podcast, sometimes you feel like you're sitting here talking into the void because there's no instant reaction. There's no buddy coming back and emailing me tomorrow morning when the episode comes out and be like, episode was great. This is what I agree with. This is what I don't agree with. We should need to fix this. And even if you do have that, you have maybe one person doing that. You don't have your 697 Facebook friends to pick from because they're not all listening to your podcast. You have... A thousand, two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand people, however many it is, listening to your podcast, and they all finish the podcast, and they hit pause, and they turn their car off, and they go to work, and they forget about it until they release another episode. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for a lot of people that have a podcast, especially if they don't have a partner that they do a podcast with, to keep going with a podcast. So I think that's part of the reason that Facebook has stolen all people from forums, too, because... Yeah, I could post about my 1978 cult in the cult forum, and all of my cult friends would be like, sweet, good job. But if I post... We all have these. <laughs> right. But if I post my 78 cult in Facebook, and fictional Jeff in the corner here, who that I went to guy. high school with, is like, dude, that's a cool car. I'm like, yeah, this guy doesn't even know cults. And he's like, yeah, that car's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, I feel good. All right, I'm going to post more stuff about my cults here in this forum. And I think that's exactly where we're going to with the Gearhead Project as you're talking about creating right. a forum, is you're going to have a forum for everybody who's into anything that moves. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so like where your old car, your old car forum would maybe have an engine sub and a drivetrain sub 
and the suspension and handling and interior and exterior and motorsport and drag racing. You know, like you'd have eighty-seven different subforms for that specific model, like like piston chat, you know, or in the in the the vein of the the was it the Nissan the Infinity the G thirty five forms their busiest form sub that I saw was, like, was check, lighting check out my rims that was um, literally like they have okay, a category yeah, called check yeah. out my rims we have we have the alternate <laughs> joke the Subaru form all about the vape mods and all that stuff oh yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you were saying like you went and test drove a car and you're like I want one that doesn't smell like a, a candy store inside or something I don't think that was me no oh. no but I probably would agree with that <laughs> yeah. well it used to be you wouldn't want to buy a car that somebody smoked cigarettes in yeah I don't want to buy a car that somebody smoked vape in same right. thing so. Yeah, so where was I going with that? Damn. Oh, I'm not in your brain, by the Sorry, thank you. Yeah. you. You're not in my brain, but you did bring beer. And I may have had one before we started recording. So it's all good. Sunday, man. We, we, have, we have a forum, and you have all these individual specific subs. So it's great if you've got 100 people a day coming in, and some people want to talk about engines, some people want to have a... Like, I remember getting into a conversation with Cheeky Chimp on the Gallant Forum about the different sizes and specs on the different intake manifolds available for Gallant VR4s around the world. And talking about runner length and diameter. And, and like, if you want to geek out on it, you can. But when there's only, like, 12 people a day checking it and you got, like, 100 places to post, it's going to look like nothing's going on. And people will be like, eh, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's why we ended up at Facebook. Because, like you said, you see everything. So that's what I'm thinking with the Gearhead Project. It's a place where... Like, there's a category for build threads, whether you're building something automotive or whether you're building a business or you're building a podcast or you're going to lose 50 pounds before next summer because you didn't like the dad bod this summer. Um, there's going to be... That one cut close. I was talking for myself. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get up and go to the gym tomorrow. Right. I'm going to get up early tomorrow and do things with my life. Yes, yes. Um, but then there's like, but then there's like subs for like... So all the car... There's like a car stuff. All the car stuff. If it's car related, like it, it could be, you know, God, I hope it's not another Doug DeMuro video, but you know, it could be, it could be a video. Something. You talk shit about Doug DeMuro, it's fine. We don't like him either. He's a powerful man and he's got <laughs> connections and I'm just a little peel. I, I just don't understand him. I, I'm sure he's a great man. I just don't understand his videos. Well, you know, it's, I come back to that, you know, like there's, there's a lot of power and negativity these days. There's also. Everybody's uncomfortable and unhappy. Yeah, that's a different argument. So yeah, that's a whole side story. Lowest common denominator as well. So, as yeah. whole Where are we going with forums? You want everybody? So, yeah. So what the idea is, we want to build a community that is for people who are serious about. I want a community of cool. I want. I want to go someplace where everybody's cool. Where I'm not going to run into political crap. I'm not going to run into like religiously inspired crap or discrimination. And where it's worth my time to be there. Where we take the forum structure that we knew and loved because it made it easy to f drill down into what was interesting to us relative what was most popular in the community. You know, the most active threads would be at the top of the sub, right? We want to take that structure and put it on top of all the stuff that we're interested in. So we want to build a car forum that anybody with any kind of automotive or even transportation issue is interested in. Like, I don't know about you guys, but somebody says, hey, I bought this old Piper or Cessna, whatever, whatchamacallit, biplane, mm -hmm. and I'm going to tear it apart and rebuild it, and I'm going to fly it across the country. I want to see that. I, I want to watch that I don't want to get thread. in it. Yeah, I want to see the build, build thread. Yeah. I want to see how you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't matter. Cars, trucks, boats, bikes, airplanes. Like, a place where we could talk about that stuff, and we can share it with other people and people who aren't necessarily directly in our community. Like, if I'm into mountain biking, 
I don't need to talk to everybody that's in mountain biking. Somebody who's maybe a mechanical engineer doesn't know the first thing about mountain biking might look at something I'm done and say, if you know, if you rotated that a little bit like this and put a screw in it that way, twice the change your life. Yeah. yeah. So it's like something like that, but where you can find the automotive stuff that you want to talk about with the people that you know that have the same things and the same interests, but not necessarily the specific make or the specific model or the specific location or the pursuit. Like you could be watching somebody build a rally car and talking stance with somebody who's, you know, I don't know what the hell they do to make the tires look like shit. But, you know, it's like you could have all of those people come together. But no negativity, you, man. Right, no negativity. Make the tires look like they look. Make them look like they look. Like they enjoy. It's all about the perfect stance. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I hey, listen, I, I've, I've been taught since I was a kid with cars, and it was before stance was a word in the car community. My father always said, like, the way a car looks is all about its stance. Yeah. Not that stance meant slammed on the ground camera. It meant the way it sits. Yeah, I grew up hearing it referred to as yeah, uh, wheel fit term. Yeah. Um, but you're looking for everybody to be included into a form. You want people included. Because yeah. they're into cars. Exactly. Because you're stuff. That's sort of like with this podcast, there are plenty of places for people to talk politics. So we don't do it here. Right? Yeah. This, you can go, you can find, you don't need to hear Brad and my opinion on it because you can go elsewhere and get. Right. All those who are listening, we agree with you. Hun, yeah. You can get hundreds <laughs> of other opinions elsewhere. You yes. can do it. But that's why we don't Everything do it here. Stinks, we, stay, so we're gonna... we, we stay your party line. Just yeah. keep listening to our podcast. That's how it works. That's, but that and that, I think that's why a lot of people like it when they come to a car podcast because they don't want to hear about it. They, yeah. <laughs> the world is filled with it. Yeah. I want to go to a place where I can just look at car stuff, and some of it's like escapism, but some mm-hmm. of it's like well, and that's why you or I both are more prone to use Instagram versus Facebook. Exactly. I can cure even curated, though they're the same company now. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can more curate your Instagram. My feed is heavily curated. Yeah, it's. I look at my Instagram feed, and it's going to be ninety nine point nine 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 percent cars. Yeah, it's not going to be ninety nine point nine percent baby pictures, ninety nine point nine percent pro Trump or anti Trump, or right. It's not right. going to be pro anything else. There's a space where like I I'm I'm going to feed my eyes here. I'm going to put stuff into my yeah. eye yeah. holes, and I want to make sure that none of it none of it is bullshit. Right. I mean, a lot of it's crap, but still. Well, I mean, I don't. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I'm looking at pictures of cars. Right. It doesn't really enrich anybody's life but my own. But God damn it, if it doesn't enrich my life. Every once in a while, I'll go through a phase where I'll do antigram. And what I'll do is I'll just post a picture of, like, stuck in traffic, just something lame and boring, because you think about Note it... yourself on Follow Brian. No, no, but think... <laughs> I'm so sporadically <laughs> posting anything there. I'm just messing with But you. you think about it, like, we all... That's another thing that every... They don't have to be the most beautiful pictures. I like seeing when people are just working Capture a stuff. moment in time. Right. <laughs> right, but there's... You can see interesting stuff there, but, you know, that social media phenomenon that we all are... Like, Facebook and all these companies are serving up, like the happy feel-good stuff like it used to be like oh your neighbor two doors down got a new car and you felt happy from like oh that's cool man new sweet car. jeep man. maybe i should think about that let's talk about hey let's see how he does well you can rewind back 30 years to 35 years 1985 and you talk about a quick snapshot of life it didn't need to be a perfect picture that was the whole polaroid thing like, yeah. like here's this camera man it doesn't need to get processed it doesn't well, need to get set right here's your quick instant picture polaroid that's done what instagram right. has copied the format the square format it was yeah polaroid. It's polaroid. their original yeah. logo it's 20 2015 like, whatever your instagram came out 2014 yeah, they give you polaroid. all those filters so you can make the picture look the best prettiest possible so everybody when we look at instagram we're not seeing people like making hot dogs and mac and cheese again like we're looking at cool cars we're looking at cool places hot dogs and mac and cheese we so, talked about this last night is like still 
at 38 years old. Ghetto Mac, it's glorious. My favorite meal. It's glorious. My yeah. favorite meal. Yeah. Just Makes to go way off topic, we're talking to a, how old is he now? Four or five? Um, Caleb, four yeah. or five years old. And he's eating mac and cheese. This is totally off topic. He's eating mac and cheese. And he was talking about it. And he's all excited about it. And I was like, I'm really old, man. And that's still my favorite meal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that so was I the totally only thing we took home from that. Chili's today from lunch. Like, nah, I'm not taking it. I'll take the mac and cheese home for the kid, please. Yeah. And then you ate it yourself. Yeah. But I might. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. so that's uh, that's where Instagram's my favorite. Because you can curate your feed mm-hmm. to what you want to see. And you can with I mean, Facebook too, to a degree, but yeah. it's easier with Instagram. Uh, it, mine is mostly like it's like cars, cars, cars. If you post memes, Instagram. If you post memes on Instagram, you're getting unfollowed. Period. Yeah, I have a couple people that I, yeah. I like, unless they're I, car I look, related memes. I look beyond it. Car Wait, related memes. All right. So we all saw that one today. Like we, it looks like the the Brady Bunch the. The, the nine pictures in a row, like, we all love the and not you saying you, they yeah, stand that, yeah. in the middle. But yeah. I started on Facebook, not Instagram, because yeah. I would have deleted that person immediately. Because I'm not nice about that. I, I really, that's why but, I like Instagram. But see, that's the thing, though. It's like Instagram. Like, I guess there's probably some people out there that, like, can you imagine if curating your feed to only old Mitsubishi Colts? He could. I could do that. Well, I, I know it's technically possible. I'm I know twisted, you could though. do it. I'm not. But, normal. like, like, I can live take, with that. Take your. In- <laughs> okay. You're talking to the wrong guy. Talk to Andrew about that. Andrew, like, could you like, no. like, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be. It would. It would be worth a look once in a while, but yeah, you wouldn't get bored with it. Yeah, you wouldn't look at it like every day. Yeah. So like, right next to my bedroom when I wake up in the morning is a display cabinet, and a display cabinet on the top shelf is nothing but Colts. That's beautiful. It's not beautiful. It's gross. It's terrible. It's awful. But that's my brain, and you don't want to be in it. <laughs> someday, someday you'll have that museum, and people will be talking about you on Jalopnik, Kinja, whatever the heck it is. Probably. And I'm very happy with the data coming. Yeah. All so, right. So have I have I adequately described the Gearhead Project, or because so, I know, I'm I, not gonna lie, I've had I've had people I've had conversations with people that are close to me that are in the Mitsubishi community that have said. Dude, I gotta ask you what the hell you're doing. Uh, what do you mean? He goes, like, I did that an hour ago before we started the podcast because I'm right. not 100 percent clear where we're going with this, but yeah. now I'm more clear than I was before. And we've talked about it a couple times yeah. before this too. But yeah, so I've had people tell me like, dude, what, tell me what are you doing? Because people are asking me, and they're like, man, Brian's doing something. It's really excited about it. He's really he's he's still doing. It. It's been like 10 years. He's doing something. But again, that's the Facebook Instagram doing? problem. Everybody wants he, instant gratification. What is he doing? Brian had an idea. Why can't I buy it yet? That's the Facebook Instagram problem. We get everything immediately. I am okay. So why can't I buy it yet? So right now we have a forum up. It's been active for about three months, and so far the core TGP team is on. That is myself, Todd Sharp, Andrew Pascarella checks in from time to time. Oh, that's this guy right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy right there. Uh, he has access as a member of the TGP editorial team. Uh, John Rimmer mm-hmm. is another Montero guy out of the East Coast, mm-hmm. and the one and only Phil Hansford. Mm-hmm. Up in Canada. Canada, man. It's not a Mitsubishi Montero no, form. No. It just, just happens to be where you know people from right now. But it just so happens yeah. that 100% of the people involved with it at this point are Mitsubishi Montero owners. That's because the best people drive Montero. Yes, two of us have white 1998s out of California. Actually, but, if you look into the global, like, or the American, at least, auto journalism thing right now, there's a lot of auto journalists that drive Monteros. I can yes. think of three top of my head right now without even thinking yeah. about it. Best kept secrets so, going mainstream. Yeah. But, so, what we've got, we've got the form. It's running this course. It's awesome. It's better than BB Press. It's better than SMF. It's better than V Bulletin. It's better than Zen Foro. 
as a forum admin, if you've ever worked as an admin or a moderator on a forum and tried to do something on on mobile, like where you have to like switch to desktop mode mm-hmm. and zoom in and zoom out with discourse, everything works on mobile. It's beautiful. If I see a word in the stock t- copy, like click here now, if I want to say click here soon, I can change now to soon everywhere on the forum from my phone like that it's beautiful it's like every forum webmaster's dream and there's neighbors yeah that's okay so you're a good and we've got we've got a specific <laughs> onboarding process that taught that we want to make before everybody gets in there because we want to make sure that when you come to this community like we're going to charge money for this two reasons number one we're going to build this in a way that's going to end up costing us more money the more people use it and number two, because we want to make sure that the only people that are part of it are people who actually give a shit. And it's not a lot. I mean, it's the typical less than a Starbucks a month thing. Like, I'm thinking we'll get to 50 bucks a year maybe. We'll see how it goes. It all depends on... I mean, we all pay $10 a month for Netflix and $10 a month for Spotify it all, yeah, and $10 it, a month for Disney right. streaming and $10 people, a month for Prime. People are picking out their favorite YouTubers and podcasters and they're doing Patreon. Right. So... And that you're not even maybe you're getting some stuff, but you're not getting yeah. like a it's website less, you can use. It's less than five. Yeah, it's less than five bucks a month is what we're looking for, and it's to make sure that everybody there gives a shit, and we're all going to be cool. Like, there's no assholes. That's the first rule. There's like no assholes, right. and there's no politics. You know, yeah. As people like, I'd like to think that someday the community, a community of people, will get together and know each other so well. And have spent enough time being open and honest and just being like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Am I going to lose my job? And I have a thread about that on the forum. Like, and I feel comfortable enough in there. But in 2016, that didn't need to be political. In 2019, that's the conversation I was talking about with right. our buddy Jeff here. He's going to come. That goes yeah. political all of a sudden. We don't right. need that. You just need right. to talk about, hey, sucks. You lost your job. Let me help you find a new one. Yeah. Fucking Clintons. So, yeah. but, but you know what no I mean? No politics, man. No. No politics. But I'm, I'm being sarcastic about making jokes. We but, love yeah. the Clintons. We also hate the Clintons. Listen yes. to our podcast. Yeah. They will get you, or maybe they'll say they I don't know. But yeah, that's the idea. Is like I like to think that at some point we will have a community where we'll have people that are calm enough and trusting enough and open enough and understand each other as real human beings enough that maybe we can discuss like political topics. But at the start, no. It's like... Hey, Facebook sucks. Here's why. We're going to build this place. You give us five bucks a month, basically, less than that. You get a place to hang out with car people. Mm-hmm. And you can talk about your car stuff. Mm-hmm. You can see other interesting car stuff. You can get to know the people behind that and car unlike stuff. unlike Facebook, if you have an opinion about the forum that you want to change something, you can contact you and help you change and it. And that's the other thing. So yeah. agency is a big part of it. So the way Discourse, if you're not familiar with it, like in the old days, you'd have a forum and everybody was a member. And then there was like a moderator class and there was an admin class. Mm-hmm. And admins could go in and promote people to moderators. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty much it. So that's when you end up with situations where you got like 10,000 active members and you got 10 moderators who are just doing this out of the goodness of the heart of their spare time. One by one, they move on to different cars, they lose interest, they get tired of babysitting, and now you have to find more moderators, but you don't trust the unwashed masses. With Discourse, like, if you are there and you are there on a semi regular basis and people seem to like you and you're active, then the system's just gonna promote you up to almost moderator level like we've got i think we've got four user classes that will automatically bump you to like zero one two three four and four is like damn near full-fledged moderator i don't even know what the difference between that and the moderator group is right now it's like if you show up and you post an introduction and you read the rules you're going to be a level one like you're not even a newbie anymore like you're technically not a newbie 
And then from there, it's like, I don't even know what we can do. Like, there's sky's the limit there. But if people want to hang out and, you know, we joke around about it, somebody says, hey, I've got a hot dog stand and I'm trying to, like, grow my little hot dog stand business. And somebody else says, holy shit, i got a hot dog stand. It's in my garage. I haven't done anything with it years. We should put our heads together. Hey, can we have a hot dog stand for them? Well, you guys are both pretty active on a regular basis. Stand up a sub for hot dog stand operators. Done. You don't need to ask permission. If it's about people in our community coming together to help each other do better, live better lives, whether that's build a faster car, build a tougher truck, do something automotive better, get an automotive job, just get the promotion, lose weight, pay bills, start a business, start a blog, start a podcast, I don't give a shit. If it's a place where we can all hang out and help each other do cool stuff, like build thread style, like forum style, that's, that's the whole point. And right now, the only reason you can't get into it yet is because I haven't built a forum in 15 years. And I'm using brand new software, and we want to make sure that everything works perfectly. I, I want it seamless. I want somebody to know exactly what they're getting into before they give a credit card number to pay for it. And then, yeah, I wasn't going to smack the table, but that was a good catch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was real close. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the idea is I want to make sure this is perfect because I care about this. I need people to say, if I'm going to ask people for money... I want to make damn sure that it's like, we're not asking you for money just so we don't show you ads or we don't sell your data. No, we're building something for us, for everyone who comes to this, who wants to be part of this. We're going to help each other do whatever the hell we need to get done, Mm -hmm. whether that's car-related, life-related, business-related, job-related, mental health-related. Whatever we got to do, we're going to do it. And the more this thing grows, the more we have to invest into our own community and Mm -hmm. to build more. And so... That's where the super issue comes in. That's the thing that we're going to try to wrap up probably around the end of the year. So super issue, we're talking the print. So the super issue is a print issue. So this goes back to Gearbox Magazine, but it's called Gearhead Project Magazine. The Gearhead Project Magazine. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to keep doing printed stuff. Maybe we'll do one or two. I don't know how many printed issues a year we're going to do. But the super issue... Almost like anthologies if you did one or two a year or something. Right. Actually, building the forum would create content for a print issue as well. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where I see the future of the Gearhead Project content coming from. Like you go to the free blog, you subscribe to the free newsletter. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we're gonna find lots of stories from there because I don't need to go to Facebook to find mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't need to like check Reddit. Hopefully, there's something interesting that isn't just another like Photoshop meme. or rendering or meme yeah. or something. Yeah. Right? It's something legit. It's like holy crap! Look what these guys did. Right? And it's in here. I forgot Reddit existed. Actually, that's how that's how old I am now. It's not what it used. To, it's not. It's not what it used, what it to, used be. to be. Nothing's what it used to be. Old man yells at yells yeah. at cloud. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a lawn, or I'd tell somebody to get off it right now. Well, if it's Phoenix, yeah. you would. So, in Phoenix, you would. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's Telling basically where we're going. Yeah, get off my rocks. Yeah. So my <laughs> zero escape. Um, so yeah, I mean, right now the idea is with the Gearhead Project is we're building this form. We want to make sure that the automation and everything works flawlessly. Because if I'm asking people to pay money, it's got to be. Pro, it's got to be legit, mm-hmm. and I want people. When I flip that switch and it goes live, I want it to go there. So, you got to ship out stickers. Don't yeah, stickers. we're working on. We're working I'll on. Pay money, mer- I want a sticker. <laughs> Todd and I are working on some next level merch that I'm not at liberty to discuss quite yet, but okay. uh, it's it's pretty interesting. Brain implants. No, no, right, we're not we're going. Good. We're good then. We're not going Johnny Mnemonic to at least yeah. 2022. Um, <laughs> it'll be part of the app. So. You know, so we're working on that, and right now I've just got the core team in there. Like I said, Andrew and them, we're, we're working through some things about how we want all these different pieces to work and come together and make sure that everything is cool. Then we're going to invite the beta testers in, which are predominantly the people that were in 
in the the super issue podcast conversations back in April. So those people, because those are gearheads like us, these are people that are doing something different or more with the automotive knowledge. And so I feel like by the end of the year, we should have all the bugs and all the wrinkles, you know, smoothed out, everything ready to go. I think it would be the best Christmas present to me ever to be able to say like, yeah, we're live. Let's go live. Um, and by that time, that you know, far off. yeah, I was going to say by that time, it would be kind of cool to say that like, Hey, yeah, we've got like, we've got like 50 people in here actively using this forum on talking about all sorts of stuff for two solid months before it went live. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're jumping in like, Hey, this is cool. What can we do? Like, Oh yeah, here's Tim and Kelsey in Peru. And you know, here's Andrew and Brad. Well, it would, it would also be good to have content for people once you go live to see. Because if you yeah. go live and people are like, oh, I'm paying 50 bucks for a bunch of empty forums. No, no, that's not you need to have the You need to have content there for them in the beginning. Yeah. So, so that's the other part of it too. So I think we've got a, sh- I, I think our short list is somewhere in the 30 to 50 people range for the beta testers. Okay. So, and I don't know how that's going to look like when we get that in, but I'm, I'm like literally my personal to-do list in the next week is to go through the transaction point of sale process from... I read through this page. I put my credit card number in. I hit send. Did I get my account set up? Do I have the right username? Now, what do I see? Is that what I need to see? Is that the way I want it to see? Does it work right? Boom. And if that's done, then that conversation very quickly, Todd and I will be having is, how do we get the beta testers in? So Okay. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, I'm all set to be a beta tester as soon as Woo-hoo. I... Yeah, I know my... you get some... Got plenty of content. You got plenty of content. Content, schmontent. Like you got ideas. Got Thirty-eight years of content to put through there. Mm. But we'll see what happens. Tons of cars. Yeah, just between the two of you, there's like seven build threads. Well, I'm almost seven. thinking, yeah. You go back and you grab, just grab old stuff from other forums and put them in over here. I got an external hard drive full of pictures going back to the, maybe the second car we ever wrenched off. It'd be so. good for to go back and to go through stuff that I've done in the past, just to help me remember too. And then it's in a. a better place to keep it all yeah and you go back and like, i can't believe i did that forms right well that's another <laughs> thing too like you remember that like we're all galant vr4 owners well at one point you guys still are but like that was one thing i always liked about them that blew me away you know the usdm cards with the badge numbers yeah the badge number in the vin whatever it doesn't really matter but the idea that like you had this community and that car had been passed around three or four times before you got it you could find it and somebody said like i still remember when i had 464 of a thousand and I had my friend Chris Marciniak from SoCal pulled up on his way to Prescott Rally. And he gets out and he goes, man, that looks like Brett Norgard's galant. I'm like, Brett Norgard? I'm like, is he the dude that worked at, like, Bilstein or whatever out in L.A.? And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know him? I'm like, his car. I don't know him, but, you know, Ken told me that this was his car. He bought it from him. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, honey, Brett Norberg's car. Really? Yeah, Brett Norberg's car. Dude, yeah. he rally crossed the shit out of this and thing. You're like, oh, that's why it sucks. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but he I welded know. in a whole new front right corner, so like... Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, Michael Lavier, yeah. of course, got a hell of a history, too. So. Right. But that's what... I love that. So you think about, like, if you went back in time, you put all the stories and stuff in there. Like, that's another cool... That's the long game, right, for a serious gearhead community. The long game, when you go to say, like, well, I want to sell my car now, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure it goes to a good home. And I don't want to pay Craigslist and deal with those low ballers. I'd rather put it in front of a legit community that mm-hmm. actually cares about stuff. Hey, guys, I'm thinking about selling my car. People in the community are like, oh, shit, he's going to sell the car. I know the whole history. Here's the build thread back 15 years. Like, oh, crap. Like, I'll buy. I'll buy. That'd be nice. Yeah. You wouldn't like buying cars yeah. anymore, though. That's the problem. I'll wire you the money right now. You know, like, I don't even that's, need to test drive it. That's a Facebook issue, too, I think, is... Um... Libra? 
buying and selling cars oh. and buying and selling car parts is that it's become if I can't get it for free I don't want it or well, next to free yeah, I've noticed some, that a lot I've sold some good parts really I have a hard time selling stuff because people just don't those text messages at like 1 o'clock in the morning like offering you like 90% less I got cash in hand yeah like, that's nice well did I say I that I'll a pillow be... on my head yeah I'm <laughs> sitting by my phone waiting because I really need 100 bucks right now yeah yeah, I don't, I don't Speaking understand. of Craigslist, if I can diverge here for a second, I know we talked before we went hot about uh, Craig Craig Don't Tell Me. Yeah. And how I, I think we so, talked online. On the, on my, oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, I am so awful at that. Like, I just cannot fathom. But you guys did mention that, like, I guess Craigslist did a deal where they're starting to charge people to sell cars. Yeah, it's yeah. $5. $5. Yeah. $5, like, one time deal? No, $5 every time you renew it. per post, which I think are good for a month, probably. Okay. It's really not that big a deal. No. But people, if, if you gave somebody something for free for 10 years, and now you want to charge them five bucks. Photo bucket? They are going to revolt. <laughs> yeah, oh, but photo buckets broke the internet. <laughs> well, photo buckets system forms. was, the, the, the amount they wanted to charge people was not even reasonable. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing. Yeah, you've had this for free since 1997. Why? And now you've put these pictures all over the internet. And we're gonna shut them all down. Mm-hmm. They've come. However, thousand dollars a month. They've changed it. And they've come back, and now they a lot of the pictures have come oh, back. Really? But they have a photo bucket watermark. Yeah, they're they're blurry. I've seen some of those yeah. as we get. But at least you can get the basic gist of the picture now. Right. Like if it was like a how to thing, you can still yeah. see how to. But at least with uh, Craigslist, I haven't noticed a decline in the amount of cars. Really, I've been avoiding Craigslist like the plague because I don't want to buy more cars. Oh well, there you go. But I've looked. Yeah. But I've looked at it for Craig. Craig, Craig, don't tell me. Yeah. There's plenty of cars on there. Okay, because yeah. I was curious, like if that was, if that had done anything. I think people just don't like the format of Facebook Marketplace. It's kind well, of well. The problem with Facebook Marketplace is it gets the car in front of a ton of people, and they just don't need to go through the effort of creating an email to contact you about it. They can just message right there, so you get a lot of virtual tire kickers. Yeah, because it's it's like it's easy. zero effort whatsoever. Yeah. They have just... one click buttons. Hey, is yeah, still is this still available? You click the button. I'm just curious. I'm not going to buy it. I just was yeah. curious. Yeah. Gonna... Is there somebody on the other end of this? Yeah. That I can annoy? Yeah. yeah. So. That's, that's, the, that's the whole Facebook model in general, which is what we're trying to avoid by doing forums. Right? And that's... I, I'm People so, who actually care. I'm so excited about it. And, you know, anybody who knows me, you guys know me, is like, if I was flying solo with this right now, like, I would have the doors open, wide open, and it would be like... Come on, and it'd go crazy, and it'd kind of fizzle because it didn't have structure. And I'm fortunate that Todd, my partner that I've met uh, earlier this year through Instagram, because he has a Montero mm-hmm. gearhead connection, right? Um, gearhead he, connection. He gets it. Good one to remember too. The gearhead gear connection. connection. It's like the French. That's your, that's your singles page on the gearhead gear connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like J date or whatever. He's <laughs> just a bunch of single guys in Monteros. Aww. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, it's. It's nice to have a. It's nice to have somebody. He like he gets it, like, yeah. and it's it's one of those things you guys have. You've heard me explain it. What I'm saying makes sense. I think a lot of people. I've, I've talked to a lot of people. A lot of a lot of us are having the same kind of conversations. Like we get it, but like we've just been down one road so long that it doesn't seem like well forums seem like the answer. But I don't use forums anymore, even if they were available. Like I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just gonna like. Share, I think retweet. We need to remember we we can promote the forum on Facebook when it's live, but we can never have a Facebook page for the forum because that's where no. every forum I've seen that's come back out has been killed because they create a Facebook page for their forum. Yeah. And now you've eliminated that even waning interest in the forum by putting all the same content 
back on the enemy. Right. See, I had I had taken down. I didn't have a Facebook page for the Gearhead Project for a long time. Mm-hmm. Phil, in his wisdom, says to me like, oh, "We should probably have a Facebook page so we can get this stuff out here." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I used ifthisthenthat.com. If you've never heard of it, it's a great little free automation tool. Um, and I connected my Facebook and RSS. And I was like, "Okay, if something new comes out on TGP, share it to my personal page, my personal account, mm-hmm. and the Gearhead Project page." And then Facebook changed the API and said you couldn't send automated stuff to your personal pages anymore, but you could still send it to your company page. That you pay for. Because you have to pay them money to actually show that to anybody. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's it. So that's why like my marketing efforts are so lowball. Like That's why I say you guys are like naturals, because you're naturally on Instagram and Facebook and doing these stuff around auto off topic. Well, that comes from both of us having like photography. We love photography, so we got into Instagram because of photography. Yes. And it just naturally fit. With right. the car stuff. Right, fits with the car stuff, and you're actively out there doing car stuff and, and interesting car stuff at that. I mean, it's auto off topic, right? But it's like, it seems like to me, like there is a thread that goes through it. We've spent the past two days doing nothing but car stuff here in Phoenix because he's been out right. here. So we've done a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. pavilions, I heard. And the car museum. That's why I tried not to post, constantly post mid species stuff. Yeah, yeah, like he posted a Porsche the other day, and I was just an Impala wagon the other day, and like all the stuff that was not, today. Well, if you listen to this, it'll be the other day. But it's oh, the, the other day, that's it's, right. It's <laughs> stuff that fits the off-topic... Brand. Brand. Yeah. yeah. The, for lack of a better term, the brand. It's a brand. It's a right? reputation. Reputation? Yeah, again, it's We're not whole, into super... This is Brian. This is his face. This is his... We're not into the super brand new cars. We don't post that very often. Yep. We're into enthusiast cars, so that's what we post. Right. And generally, like we posted again, we're talking about that 911 was like a really super high-end, half-million-dollar build, but that's not normally our thing. We appreciated that yeah. car. It was beautiful. I loved looking at it. Anybody who took a picture of that car that wasn't us got photobombed by a formerly junkyard resident Sapporo that was parked right next to it. <laughs> so, like, that's we're into the less spendy side of car enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, anybody can go out and spend, well, anybody with means can go out right. and spend $100,000, a half million dollars, and they pay somebody to build their car, look at their car, do maintain know, their car. Do you guys know Drew McPhee? On Facebook? I don't think so. No. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to have to introduce you. He's a Mitsubishi guy in Australia. He's been, He posts the Mitsubishi Motorsports group, like, all the time. Like, in this there's week... There's a Mitsubishi Motorsports group? There's a Mitsubishi Motorsports group. It's, like, international. This week, he has posted, like, a Mitsubishi... Like, a 60-something Mitsubishi GTO with a Toyota swap, like, a 2 day swap. Something, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He's posted GTO... And these are things, like, $6,000 for sale right now in Thailand. Here's a Mirage. Here's like a ninety-three yeah, get it from Thailand though. Ninety-three <laughs> Mirage Cyborg with a roll cage, rally spec suspension, and everything. Rally spec Don't engine, it, yeah. and and it's three thousand dollars Australian. Like if you can put it on the container for fifteen hundred bucks. Don't introduce me to him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm trying like, to like create a retirement savings here. Yeah, old species do not make yeah. their retirement. So. I'm sorry. They make, I a, happy, they make a happy retirement for me. Yes. But they don't make a good retirement for right? my wallet. Not that I'm trying to retire because I'm not even 40 yet, but I'm closing in close enough to 40 to have to start thinking about it. 40 is scary, but anyway. Yeah, well, you're close there too. So, so. You, you reminded me of something like when that Porsche you guys posted that picture of earlier, that 911 with the, like, the leather hound's tooth. I didn't even realize it was leather until like right before we started recording. And like... I think we all appreciate craftsmanship. Exactly. And that's what was cool because we posted that car and somebody mentioned something about the interior and the person who did that interior found the post and was interacting with 
the person who posted it and us about the interior he built for that car. Yeah, that had to be with how you hashtagged it. I don't... Yeah, that's um. Yeah, he's I hashtagged Patrick Motorsports. Oh, okay. Who built the car? He probably followed the hashtag Patrick Motorsports, and the car came up. And that's the guy who worked to the interiors for Patrick Motorsports now follows our page. And, like, Patrick Motorsports is a huge Porsche specialist here in Phoenix. Right. Like, we, we all, that, that's the thing is that we all love that. Like, when you think about it, like, that's why we love, like, the Koenigs yeah. eggs. That's like, why we love the singers. That's why we love the group B shit. We don't need to be able to afford it to appreciate what it is. Yeah. And, you know, he, this guy who works at Patrick Motorsports, is, followed our page, liked a bunch of our stuff. He liked pictures of your Gallant and my Colt. And like, so you know, he's also one of us. One of us, you know. Yeah. He's he's a car guy through and through. He appreciates everything from old crappy cars to half million dollar Porsche builds. Right. And he works happens to work for a Porsche shop, and that's his specialty. But it's cool. Like, hey, if this guy sees one of my cars now, and he's like, hey, I remember this guy from Instagram. He might have a connection now with this guy in the Porsche shop. You know, if I see now, I know what he drives. See his nine forty four on the side of the road. I'd be like, oh. That's the dude that works at Patrick that looks Motorsports. Like, yeah. Like, so and, I'll know who this guy is, and that's just... Social media is great for that. Right. and It's it, great for that, but I, I, but there's no personal connection with him. Right, and on paper... Him. Yeah, on paper, social media, like, he follows you, you follow him. Now, mm-hmm. if he posts something interesting, you'll see it, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But maybe you won't, because Facebook wants to think you like the old cults more, like, the, the push stuff. Or Facebook's like, this guy seems to use the... He, tags Patrick Motorsports in a lot of his posts so we're gonna bury him down because that's right. business. Versus if you guys are both in a community where people are right. cool now it's like hey here's this project I'm working on here's this project yeah. I'm working on. Here's like, this oh I noticed you have there. Arizona plates. Do you live anywhere near Phoenix? I'm like yeah. Like, Alright I'm coming over to work on your car with you. Or exactly. Maybe not that guy in particular but, but somebody. Do those. That's how those? we know each other. Like yeah. I, I'm moving to Arizona. Oh Brian lives in Arizona. Let's go get lunch. Yeah like Wrench Fest you know. like I don't know Wrench Fest. I, I, maybe that's a thing I picked up from too many years hanging out with the garage days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Arizona, okay. Ontario guys, they call them wrench fest. Like, we're having a wrench okay, fest over cool. Tosa. Yeah. And that have garage days. You'd, yeah, go over yeah, yeah. you'd go over to some random person's house. There'd probably be one big project. There'd yeah, yeah. be 15 Subarus there. Yeah, yeah. it was usually Subarus. Somebody had that, a yeah. dumpster fire that needed tending to, but there'd be a handful of people off, like, tidying that's, things that's up. That's the great thing about cars, because, and I can talk about this with Andrew all the time, because we spent so much time doing car stuff together. I could pull a car into a garage, sit in a chair, and look at it and be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Or Andrew pull a car in a garage, sit there and be like, I'm not doing that today. But the second another person shows up, you're way more likely to finish working on the car. Dude, I could have gone so to bed a this... half hour before y'all showed up tonight. Right. But it's, that's the good thing about this form is you're going to get in there, you're going to promote what you're doing with your car, and then somebody's going to say, hey, that's cool. Let's do this together. Let's... Show me a picture of this. Do this. Do that. And you'll do it because somebody's like, hey, I'm expecting that. That's exactly. cool. Let's check it out. Yeah. And it's not just more of the same stuff. It's even if you don't feel like, even if you don't feel like actually being productive, it's still going to be worth your time because when you go in there, it's a high likelihood that you are going to see somebody sharing something interesting mm-hmm. that is worth looking at. Mm-hmm. So it can be good for escape. Like when you're, if you're taking the smoke break, you know, nobody smokes anymore. You're like if you're taking a break at work or something, coffee break, yeah, vape break, vape break. I don't know vape either though. Coffee breaks, yeah, it's coffee break, whatever. Yeah, you're waiting for coffee or something like that. You should be able instead of looking at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you can go to the Gearhead Project and maybe in the moment the top trending thread over on the right hand side is like some. There's like everybody's talking restoring about restoring my chainsaw. 
Yeah. Yeah, restoring a chainsaw. Like, what? Oh, shit. This dude has like a 50-year-old chainsaw. He yeah. has taken it down to the last bolt and cleaned it so up. So I have a procedural question about this. Yes. So it's on Discourse. Discord? Yes. Discourse. 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 Um, is there an app that will be easily accessible, or do I have to go through the internet to find it? Um, you know what? That's a good question. Mobile right. friendly. Yeah, it was mobile friendly, but it's, I'm more likely to go to an app because it's it's, right, I can put the app right there in the front. You know, it, It's literally built mobile first. So okay. it is designed to work great. So, like, I guess I was thinking about like an app would be easier, but apps if you don't have data, apps not going to do anything either. It'd just be easier to look at. That's all. Because yeah. the re- and again the reason that Facebook is the way it is because they have an app. Instagram has an app. I don't have to go yeah. Google Chrome www.instagram.com. Yeah. She's like, oh, Instagram. Boom, but it's also done. merit too to say that you know, like, if without having an app, you don't have to worry about Apple or Google or anybody Probably having some it. say in what the data is that's collected and how it's handled and processed in their marketplace. It's on the this is straight test of the browser. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... And, we're, you know, we're thinking we'll do, like, some offline offline events and stuff like that, too. That Next Level Gearhead Summer thing that was a fizzle flop last year. That stuff's going to come back up, you know. But it wasn't gonna... a fizzle flop because it wasn't good. It was a fizzle flop because you were busy. Because I, yes, because I was busy, and because I said I was racing to meet an arbitrary deadline, and then mm-hmm. I didn't have the quality that was there, and I had zero planned as far as marketing and telling people about it. Mm-hmm. But we'll still have some fun games and online shit to do together. So, awesome. Well, I think I have a better idea of what the Gearhead Project is now. I think I do too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. That's that's exactly what you're talking about. You'll have a forum where people can discuss things, and it's good for everybody involved. And this is our own three person forum right here where we just discuss things and yeah. made things better just thinking about them. Yeah. So I want a place that's everybody's there to help everybody do better and have more. And it's like if we can all decide to put our heads together, like I could totally see like you guys saying like, hey, you want to start a podcast? We did all the homework for you. Here's the deal. Hey, here's TTP University. We're going to have a course you could pay a price. And Andrew and Brad, you can download Andrew and Brad's master class on how to start a podcast fast, cheap, and right. Pick all three. And boom, you have all that access right now. Andrew and Brad make a little We just got to figure that out first. Right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's the thing. It's like down the road, like there's going to be TGP events in the real world. There'll yeah. probably be one-off or, or seasonal printing. Yeah, even, or even if it's just wrench sessions like you're talking about. Yeah. What do you call it? Wrench, wrench, wrench fest. Wrench fest. Like, I would love to have a day where somebody's like, hey, I need all hands on deck. We're going to put this motor in the car. Right. Sure, let's go. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We're going to do everything. Yeah. We're going to do everything that gets done out there, but we're all going to do all of it right for the people that are in the community and right. not give a shit about what anyone else says. This is how you do it. or That's what you should do. or This is what you need to Facebook page. No. If we got five people in our forum that want to do something... Let's get those five people together. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Start a business. Start a company. Go to the moon. I don't give a shit. Let's try it. Let's get as close as we can. Fly that Cessna. Fly that Cessna. Not with me. Jeff, you can fly too. Yeah. Oh, we still love you. <laughs> no, we don't. Because he's a jerk and we threw him off. Okay, that's the other Jeff. That's yeah. right. That's the other Jeff. <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That's the only, the golden rule. Yeah. Treat others as you want to be treated. The golden rule, right? Yeah. The golden rule gearhead project. All right. Cool. That wraps it up. I think that wraps up the episode. That's quite a wrap. Thank you for giving me so much airtime. No problem. So uh, it was very interesting. Like honestly, you can go to thegearheadproject.com, right? That is correct. And read blog posts. Yep. Um, I've got some stuff on there. Brian's got a bunch of stuff on there. It is Brian's uh, site. It is Brian's mm-hmm. site. Uh, John Rimmer has stuff on there. Yep. Phil Hansford. Phil Hansford. Um, AJ 
Yeah, I think AJ might have Vega. If I could get off my butt, AJ I could Vega. contribute too, but I don't get off my butt. That's yeah, a problem. Right. I have a real hard time with. We'll work on yeah. it. That's going to be the part of the giveaway yeah. project. Yeah, honestly, for sure. Like, I have. Andrew always makes fun of me, and this is, you know, kind of behind the scenes stuff that Brad takes lots of pictures that nobody ever sees. I, I've heard these stories. Yeah. I've heard these stories. <laughs> That's, everybody's got little hangups. We're all going to work on them. I have SD cards full of photographs from events I've been going to since I had my Sony Mavica back in the late 90s, and I, nobody's ever seen the pictures. <laughs> but for photos we did share, you can go to Out Off Topic Podcast on, Out Off Topic on Instagram. Yep. We do a Facebook page, Out Off Topic Podcast. Yeah, still follow that. Um, we like, still follow that because yeah. we post information to it. Like if we're not around for some reason, also events. Facebook's great for events. Yeah, it's, it's a positive. It's easy it to share events. Yeah. Um, I like to share car memes on our Facebook page that we think are funny. But they're on Facebook. It's fine because Instagram is for photography. Facebook is for memes. Yeah, that's my that's, that's my rule. That's a good rule. I yeah. like to live by that rule too. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Race and Anger. Brad is T S I S S three five zero. Brian, where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, man, I had to think about it for a second. It's B at TGP. That's B dot AT dot TGP. Which is obviously for Brian at Brian, the Gearhead Project. At the Gearhead Project. B dot AT dot TGP. All right, yeah. cool. So as always, keep your cars analog and aim for the road. <laughs>